It's Elena, and you're listening to The Honest Human. This podcast is all about having honest conversations while encouraging others to embrace their individuality, even in the midst of growing through life. Life's not perfect, but let's face it, you're human. Let's get into it, guys. Oh my goodness, we are live. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it's June already. Like, I feel like just six months ago, well, it literally was just six months ago, but I feel like just yesterday was January. I can't believe that, but I'm so happy to be starting my first ever podcast uh, alone. Like, I'm a podcast host at UK where I go to school at the University of Kentucky and I run their official podcast called Bowman's Friends. So that was fun um, while it lasted and I'm still going to continue to push out episodes with them. But I wanted something for my personal brand. This is like my little baby and I'm just so happy to like really following through with my plans. Like 2023, I got a lot cooked up for you. These first six months, I've just been really planning and preparing for the next six months and years to come afterwards. So I'm really just setting myself up to be in the best position as possible for the years to come or the months to come. But welcome to the honest human. God gave me this vision years ago. Years ago, I tell y'all, like, I can't even remember how long ago it was, but I started curating this list of potential podcast topics that I wanted to talk about. And if you know me, I'm a talk. I'm a big talker. So I'm just so happy and blessed to be able to finally see my little dream come into fruition, like one of them. And I know that this is something that I've been called to do. So I'm really happy to step into it and give it a try but let's talk about birthdays it is june right now as i'm recording this episode and i have an album page on instagram called elena's album if you like it go follow it if you want to keep up with me go follow it if you want to keep up with me on a daily basis on a regular basis go follow me on instagram elena tobo a-l-a-y-n-a-a-t-o-b-o y'all I can't believe I almost didn't know how to spell my name. (laughs) But anyways, I had posted on my album page, which is kind of like a photo dump page, make it Instagram more casual page. Like I post anything on there. And this morning while I was making breakfast and stuff, I was just, you know, reflecting about how much June means to me and how much my birthday means to me. And a lot of people will really try to downplay like oh birthday's not that big of a deal like you know you're turning new age you feel the same as you felt you know the day before like it's not that big of a deal and to be honest it is that big of a deal and I want you to know that so for those of y'all who are like me and want to go all out for their birthday and their birthday means a lot to them and everything like that don't listen to people try to downplay your birthday because it's a big deal okay but I wrote 
I wrote this like long little caption because I love writing long captions on my album page now. It's just so fun and it gives me the opportunity to really reflect. And then it allows other people too to feel seen. Like I've gotten some DMs and some texts and some phone calls and they're like, girl, what you just said was so true. And that just warmed my heart to know. But anyways, this morning, back I always get sidetracked, so I'm sorry, y'all. But this morning I posted June, the one month of the year I always look forward to with the most gratitude. The beginning of June is always the home stretch. I cherish this, mu- this month so much, and I always have since I was a kid. Every January, or even earlier than that, I start planning exactly how I want June 28th to go. I would show my mom themes from the American Girl magazines, and she will always execute the party well. Shout out to my mama, because she did that. But for some people, birthdays are considered just another day. But for me, it represents a full circle, a milestone, a time where I make it to the destination and I can look back on the journey that 18, 19 or 20 gave me. You know, it's a time where the dead skin of the previous year's version of Elena sheds. There were times where I didn't even think I was going to make it to the 18th version of myself. 21. I am welcoming you with so much love. Oh, the joy of making it to the end of the chapter and realizing the beauty between the lines. Snap, snap, snap. I don't know why I was feeling like a poet out here. But if you knew me a few years ago or knew me on Instagram a few years ago, around, I think this was, this had this was COVID and I was doing a lot of healing, self-reflection, as I'm sure a lot of people were because it is it was the pandemic, like we didn't have anything else to do. The year beforehand or the years beforehand was really tough on me. My senior year of high school was extremely tough on me. And I was scared to go into quarantine or COVID because you know, I'm not, I can't adapt to change that easily or whatever. So in the beginning, it was really hard. But then I started to see the light at the end of the tunnel through therapy sessions um, via Zoom, LOL. <laughs> but I started to see the light at the end of the tunnel eventually towards the end of the summer. And I did a mental health series because I'm a huge mental health advocate. Mental health is, re- mental health awareness is really near and dear to my heart because it's important and not a lot of people shed light on the issues. I did a series. Um, I don't even know what I called the series. I just did multiple videos. And the first video, it was me just like introducing my struggle with mental health, admitting that I too struggle with mental health um, issues such as depression and anxiety. And I wanted other people to know that if they feel the same way or if they're struggling with the same things, that they're not alone. So that was my first initial video. And then my second video was trying to show the world how your mental health and the state that it's in and the way that you act and respond to things also can affect your friends and family around you and I wanted to see their perspective on what I personally was going through and how they saw it through their eyes because sometimes you know there's high high functioning depression and anxiety and then you know there's times where 
people can see it people can notice it so I wanted to see if my friends noticed if if they noticed only a few times what they noticed about it you know how it impacted our relationship and so on and so forth and that was really it was really nice to see and they also got the opportunity to give advice to those who are struggling with um, their mental health and I thought that was pretty awesome like it was definitely the first step in me taking mental health awareness and mental health advocacy a step further and in the last video I talked about my 18th birthday and how for many many years or not many years but throughout my fight with depression and anxiety I never thought that I would see the light to my 18th birthday and when I made it I was literally I was super ecstatic so now my birthday means even more to me because there were days where I wanted to take my own life and I'm here and so I think it's kind of crazy because like I'm I not only made it to 18th I, I surpassed 18 like I'm about to be 21 that's insane so I'm just saying all of this to say like just to shed light on the importance of my birthday from the mental health aspect and why you personally should be overjoyed and really happy and ecstatic about your birthday if it passes or is coming up just because this is your personal new year you know everyone celebrates new year's um on january 1st it's happy new year i'm gonna do this for me this year but really your birthday is your personal new year what do you want 21 to look like what do you want 22 to look like um how are you going to elevate your life do you want to just sit back and watch for a little bit and rest during the season of your life? Or do you want to be in go mode? Do you want to be in hustle mode? Like, And that's that's some of the things that I think to myself when I am starting my personal new year. What does 21-year-old Elena look like in my mind, you know? And so that's something that I encourage y'all to think of too when your birthday is approaching or your next birthday if it already passed what do you want said age to look like what do you want this version of yourself to look like how do you want her to act how do you want her to interact with other people what vibe and aura and presence do you want to give off to other people you know are you turning turning a new leaf like what is this something that you want to change and so so I was on TikTok and I was just scrolling and I came across um, just like a few journal prompts that you can do on your birthday. And I'm not one of the type to journal anymore. I used to journal. 18-year-old Elena used to journal and write down her feelings and things sort of that nature. But 20-year-old Elena doesn't really do that. I try to talk it out or go to the gym and, you know understand my feelings you're really talking with a friend just making sure that you know I'm doing things for my mental health and it looks different every season of your life whether that be two months from now I could start journaling two months from now or I could start doing spin classes again like you know anything but anyways I came across these prompts and I want to talk about it on this podcast right now and I want you to think about it too the first question is, what did I learn this year? So I'm going to start off with the top thing that I feel like is the number one or my number one thing that I learned the most when I turned 20 or my year of 20. 
was definitely don't take life so serious. Nothing is ever as deep as it seems like. When I get anxious and say, for instance, this past December, I competed for Miss Black and Gold at the University of Kentucky. And before going into my interview, really before competing in the entire pageant, I was stressed out. I'm on the Kentucky stunt team. Um, So I'm a D1 athlete and I'm involved in so many different organizations. And I just felt like I had no room to breathe during that time. And I was like, I don't have my speech. My speech is written. I kid you not, y'all. My speech that I had been working on for about a month changed a week before. Literally a week before. So I had been practicing the different variations of how I was going to say certain stuff, how I was presenting myself. Everything changed a week before, if not a week, less than a week before. I was practicing with my pageant group and it literally like, it was like, you going to change your stuff like, you know, a few days before. And it's like, I, I trust myself a little bit more. But anyways, um, before going into interview, before competing in the pageant, I was just so anxious. And I was like, you know, I really want to win this pageant. I really want to do what I set forth out to do with this title. Um, and I really want to do this for myself because at the time I was going through a lot of stuff and I needed to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I needed to work towards something, a goal of mine that I personally wanted to accomplish. Not what anything, not what anybody else wanted for me. And I love pageantry. I love pageants and the Miss Black and Gold pageant was there. And so I put forth my all, but before going into all of this, I was just trying to tell myself that it's never that deep, you know? You put so much pressure on yourself to be the best and put so much pressure on yourself to, you know, live up to a certain standard that the world just set out and society put out. And really, you just have to be yourself. You just have to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And that's what I told myself before going into the interview. I told myself, like, I would do great in the name of Jesus. And I posted it on Snapchat in my little private story and I came out and I won. I I won the pageant. And I would have to say thanks to me telling myself, it's not that deep. Don't take it too seriously. Because if you take it too seriously, you're going to be anxious. You're going to get yourself riled up. You're going to be um, antsy about every single little detail. And it's never that deep. Because I promise you, Somebody else's perception of you, even when you don't even have everything all together, they probably think you have it all together. I was talking to a few girls on my team and um, <laughs> and she, they were telling me, they was like, yeah, Elena, I was on your Instagram and I see a strong, I don't know the words exactly, but she was just saying like, I don't know how this girl do it. Girl, I don't know how I'm doing it either. I'm taking life day by day I'm involved in so many things I don't know how I'm keeping up with it I'm just living literally but anyways don't take life so serious that's that's the biggest thing that biggest lesson that I've learned turning 20 during this year is don't take life so serious nothing is ever that deep you don't get the grade that you wanted on an exam it's okay because when I was younger I used to think like 
I'm about to do something that is making me really anxious or that I don't technically feel good about. And I was just thinking like, there's always going to be a tomorrow. So think about how you're going to feel tomorrow. Think about what you're going to do tomorrow and everything else will play itself out. Like I'm about to take a test and if I get a C or if I fail this exam, what's going to happen to me? You're still going to be alive. I promise you that. You're still going to be here. And you just have to move forward from that. Nothing is ever that deep. And you're allowed to have emotions towards certain things. And you're allowed to have emotions towards everything. Me, I'm a highly sensitive person. I like to say that I'm in tune with my emotions and I feel everything very deeply compared to everyone else around me. And I want you to know that it's okay to feel things. But also, it's never that deep. Like, half the things you're stressing about, I promise you, it's all going to work itself out. The second thing is let go of the perception that people have over you. Somebody can have a negative perception of you or a positive perception of you. They might speak really highly of you. And just because of that, you might feel like you have to live up to certain standards. You might feel like you have to be perfect to fit that specific model or structure of or that specific, I guess, version that they have of you in their head. And that's never the case. They have that specific version or perception of you in their head just by you being you right now. Not by you trying to be a perfectionist. So if somebody tells you, like like I said earlier, like I was talking to a few of my teammates, shout out to Patty, Shanda, and Nadia. Uh, and they was just like, you just look like you have it all together. And honestly, I don't. But I can't really live up to that perfectionist mindset or I can't have a perfectionist mindset and be like, well, Patty thinks that I have it all together, so I have to have it all together. No, you don't. That's what she thinks. That's what she thinks of your life. And you're not doing anything special to you. You're just being Elena. You're just being yourself, and that's okay. And if they think that the current Elena that you're standing in right now is, girl, you doing it all, you're doing amazing, let them think that because you are, period. But also people have negative perceptions of you. People have um, visions of how they want your life to be. And it's not their life. And this goes a lot with, um, this goes along with a lot of family members and people that are really close to you. You can't allow what people want for your life to be your life. You have to know what you want for your life and be okay with not going in, in the tracks or the specific um uh, vision or what's the word I'm trying to think of plan that they have for your life you know the standard plan is to a lot of people the standard plan in life grow up you go to school you go to college you live you work a nine to five no it's okay if you venture off of what society has set for standards that's okay when I came into college honestly one my whole college story is uh, com- is, is uh, definitely a podcast for another time, and I'm so excited for that one. But when I came into college, originally, I was supposed to come to college to be a nurse, per, per my dad. My dad is 
Liberian. Um, <laughs> if you know, you know, African parents just really want you to be a doctor. And, you know, for a moment, I was really into sports medicine and that was something I enjoyed doing. But I realized that is not something I want to do for the rest of my life. And so when I went into college, I was supposed to pursue nursing, but it was literally like a month before school. I was like, no, this is not what I want to do. I want to go into broadcast journalism. Something that I'm really passionate about is public speaking. I don't know in what way I'm passionate about public speaking, media, all above. I wanted to be a news anchor when I came into college. I don't know how that's going to happen, but I'm going to do it. And so I switched my major to broadcast journalism and I'm literally thriving and I love it. So I say this to say that like my dad thought I was going to school to be a nurse. My dad thought that he was going to raise his child to be a nurse, to make six figures, to make. And mind you, y'all, I'm going to still make my six figures. I'm going to get to my money go, but my salary go. But my dad thought that there was a or a specific way that I was going to earn income. And honestly, I don't fit inside of a box. It's not me. I like to dance to the beat of my own drum. So let go of the perception of what other people have of you. You don't have to live up to that. And you are not what people say about you. You are what God says about you. And God said, I am fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. Okay, period. But anyways, <laughs> another thing is it's okay to let go. And I wouldn't say quit because I remember being on the phone. Let me tell y'all this story. So my radio job, um, I was the news director at WRFL Lexington. Shout out to them. I love WRFL with my whole heart. But I don't know how I was doing everything and still fully committing to a job as the news director. I was in the station all the time, but also in other places all the time. And I don't know how I was doing it, but that current season of Elena was making it happen. Okay. But then nothing slowed down. I was always on go. And I realized that being the news director was not something that I can continue doing. And so I resigned from my position and it was an emotional process like from the outside looking in it's like oh she just quit her job you know but in reality that was a really tough decision for me to make I, I never thought that I was gonna not be at WRFO Lexington like that was my place and so when I was calling my mom I was like yeah I just don't want to quit y'all I'm crying yeah I just don't want to quit and then my mom says you didn't quit you're not a quitter you didn't quit it's okay to let go of some things that are no longer, you know, fitting for your specific life circumstances that you have right now. It's okay to let go of things that were good to you, you know, and normally when most people quit is because or most people let go of something is because something bad happened. But no, WRFL, WRFL Lexington was one of the best things that happened to my life. It actually real, it made me realize that I do want to go into radio. And when I started at WRFL Lexington, I didn't know a thing about radio. And I didn't think that I was ever going to be on the radio. That wasn't something I wanted to do. But through learning, through my job and everything, radio is a passion of mine. I love it. And I get calls while I'm on air with people saying that they love my show and that I'm a natural at what I do. And I love that. And that's why I know I'm exactly where I need to be. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> 
it's okay to let go. It's okay to drop some things in your life, even though they served a great purpose in your life. Not everything is meant to stay in your life for the rest of your life. I just said life like 10 times. But another thing is to give yourself breaks. You know, this year, my junior year of college, I I I started doing things that I wouldn't I didn't do my freshman or sophomore year of college specifically because of COVID freshman year. It's okay to give yourself breaks when it's a lot going on in your life. It's okay if your friend says, hey, I want to go out tonight, get ready. And your mental is not, your battery is not charged. You're not 100%. You got to be like, hey, no, I'm going to sit this one out. I'm going to stay in or I'm going to just watch YouTube or I'm going to watch a movie or I'm going to take a nap. It's okay to give yourself breaks. And even as a college student, you know, classes can get a little hectic. When midterms come around, it's like, man, you you pull it all-nighters and you forget you got a class at 8 a.m. in the morning. Not me, though. I can't do 8 a.m. But you forget you got a class at 8 a.m. in the morning. It's okay if you miss that class. It's okay to give yourself a break. Like, I literally, that is something I definitely had to learn this year. Take time for yourself. Because if you don't, your body will take time for you. Everything is going to shut down if you don't put in time for self-care and put in time for you. So that is the third thing. I don't really know what number I'm on, y'all. I just got a list of stuff. Another thing is to allow people to enter and exit your life as they please. Not saying like anybody can come in and out of your life. No, I'm just saying like the flow of life. You're going to meet new people. When I turn 21, I'm going to, there's other characters in my chapter that I don't even know about. You're going to meet them, but they might not make it to chapter 22. And that's okay. You have to allow that to happen. You know, there might be some emotions towards that, whether it was a good or bad connection. But you have to know that that's inevitable and it is okay. You have your forever friends and you have your friends that aren't forever. You have people that just passed through your life that were really good people to you that you miss dearly or or potentially you're going to miss like I have people that I used to work with um that I'm on a a campaign job and I love them with all my heart and I miss them but they are not in chapter 21 Elena because I don't see them on a regular basis I don't talk to them on a regular basis you know it's kind of like a high and by relationship but I there's no love lost so you have to allow people to enter and exit your life as they please one thing for me I when I first started therapy, one of my goals was I need to learn how to adapt to change. People were entering X in my life as they please. And I didn't know what was going on. I thought that certain people were supposed to stay in your life forever, even if it was family. Allow people to enter and exit your life as they please. It's inevitable. It's something you can't control. Control what you can control. Control what's in front of you. But if it's something that has to do with somebody else, you can't control their reactions and how if they want to stay there for your story or not shoot they missing out (laughs) um another thing is boundaries oh my goodness boundaries that's a number one for me if and it's just like if I don't want you to have a specific access to me you won't have that said access you can get the base level you know you can get a high and buy boundaries it's for yourself not for them it's for yourself set boundaries there's nothing else I need to say about that because they're very important and especially as somebody who is a 
very kind and genuine person and I give love out so much and you know my doors are always open but you can't allow people to walk all over you just because you are kind and genuine and nice you can allow them to have the space to be vulnerable and such but realize who you are and the type of energy you give and the love you give you have to create boundaries so you won't hurt yourself um and the last thing or I have two more things but really you don't have to have it all figured out y'all I was stressing about grad school I was stressing about life after college I don't know what I'm gonna do (laughs) I have all of these options I want to be everything y'all like I want to do podcasts I want to do radio and I'm gonna do it all y'all like I'm one of them people like you can't tell me I'm not doing something I'm gonna do it but it's just like I want to do so much stuff and I want to do so much stuff right after I graduate and to be honest that's not realistic but you don't have to have everything figured out you know I have line sisters that are about to do some really big things post-grad so shout out to my line sisters I love y'all um and I felt like I was the only one like we were all having conversations about you know, what we're going to do because we were sitting at our other sister's graduations. Shout out to y'all for graduating college. That's a big deal. But everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to grad school or, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting this job. Like, I already got something lined up. And I'm like, well, I ain't got nothing lined up. Actually, I don't want to go to grad school. And I that that night, I literally searched online grad school options for journalism students and media students. And I was looking at the curriculum, the programs, where it's at. Y'all, grad school was not something I fell in love with. That's not an option for me right now. And I know, like, you know, I I strive to be a highly educated woman. So my education is not ending here. But I am not going to follow the path that everybody else is taking. I'm not just because I feel as if the people around me are thriving. And they are. But it's just... I can't listen to what everybody else has to say about the next steps of my life. I have to take the next step in my life. But you don't have to have it all figured out before it happens. I know exactly. I'm exactly where I need to be. God told me I need to be at the University of Kentucky. And I am here. I just posted about this. I did another post on my album page a few weeks ago about this set specific topic. Let me go find a post, y'all. I said some. This is your reminder that everything will be okay. I was 110% stressing a few weeks ago about life post-grad, and it seems as if everyone around me had already made their plans of either going to grad school, taking a gap year, secured a big girl job, etc. I've done extensive research on grad school and different options for my life after college, but none of them quite fit me whatsoever. But I've learned that in moments as such, when you all you have is faith, is when you're about to be blessed beyond what your eyes can see. If you know me, I plan everything out to the fullest and get it done and become anxious when things don't go according to plan. However, now surprisingly, I am at peace. Whatever happens in the next year, I know that I will be okay. I know that God will place me where I need to be during this next phase of my life and provide the means to do so. So I encourage you to stay present, stay true to yourself, and don't let what everyone else is doing discourage you. We are all on different paths. Much love. I love posting on my little album Instagram page. It's just, it gives me a space to like really just talk it out and inspire other people, to be honest. 
you never know who's watching. Even people that don't follow me probably clicked on my page before and noticed that, wow, that really just made my day. You know what I mean? But anyways, you don't have to have it all figured out. And I am stepping into 21 a mess. You know, I don't have everything figured out. I don't know what I'm doing, but I do know that God has a plan. And I'm just here. Okay, y'all? If God told me to do something, I'm going to do it. He places something on my heart, I'm going to do it. But I don't have to plan everything out to a T. That's something I, I know I've been doing for a very long time, but I have to be okay with things not going according to plan because they're not. Literally, you can tell God your plans and here's, he's going to laugh at it because he's like, I got something completely different for you. Like before and during my college process, my college decision process, I thought I was going to Baylor. For the longest I told people I was going to be a Baylor bear, y'all. I was going to be a Baylor bear. No, I actually didn't get into any of my colleges and people, any of my top colleges and the people around me, like counselors and, you know, people that I was talking to said representatives this was telling me that they don't think that I'm prepared for college and that I'm able to participate in college on that type of level at a higher level based on GPA which really suddenly dropped my senior year because I was going through a lot of stuff but God told me y'all I applied to the University of Kentucky for a school homework assignment for a project Okay, and I didn't think I I had no intentions of wanting to go to UK at all, but God had other plans. As in, I was sitting on my my best friend's floor, my cousin, my best friend, my sister, all in one, Sydney. Shout out to you, I love you. I was sitting on her floor and I was like crying, bawling into the bawling. Oh, I was bawling out in tears. And I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. Where am I going to go to college? She was like, well, maybe God wants you to go to UK. I said, girl, you're crazy. UK? Kentucky? Yeah, I'm from Atlanta. I'm a city girl. I can't. That's not me. No, 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 no. And eventually I took that step toward UK, realized, realized, heard what God told me to do. He said, this is where you need to be. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what I was going to do. But I knew that God said, I'm supposed to be here no matter how tough it gets, no matter what. And he proved to me that I was supposed to be there through the connections that I made, through all the goals and things that I have accomplished at UK. And I'm still not done. I got one more full year to go. Who knew that I was going to be a D1 athlete? Who knew that I was going to be Miss Black UK and win Miss Black and Gold? Who knew that I was going to be a podcast host for UK's official podcast? Who knew I was going to be on the radio? I didn't know that. God literally showed up and showed out when it came to me coming to UK. He said, you, you're going to obey me. You obeyed me. And so let me show you what I had planned for you. And here I am at UK. So you don't have to have everything figured out. You just have to, you, you just have to know that you are exactly where you need to be in this specific moment. And so I'm going to close this out because I'll be on my soapbox for a very long time. Cause y'all, I can talk. And y'all are going to get a lot of me talking this season on The Honest Human. But I'm just so grateful to be able to actually begin this podcast and really just set foot foot on this new journey. 21, you are loved so much already. Okay? This 21 years of life, I'm I'm getting ready. Nobody's ready for a 21-year-old Elena. <laughs> but 
I'm just really excited. Happy birthday to me. It's June 28th, or it should be June 28th, so I'm hopefully I post it on my birthday or the day after. But you're 21. Happy birthday, Elena. You've made it so far, and just continue to grow and prosper. And to everyone else, just stay encouraged, stay present, and stay you. You got this. All right. Thank you for tuning in to The Honest Human. Oh.